Welcome to the Unveiling Grace podcast, a place to experience a grace that heals. Allow this grace to take your life and your relationships to another level as it frees you from the weight of performance-based religion. Enjoy another episode as Joel Groh and Lynn Wilder share encouraging stories and candid dialogue that can help you experience a grace that heals. Welcome to another episode of the Unveiling Grace podcast. We hope you're enjoying these. Um, Joel Grote has been in ministry for more than 30 years, and my husband and I about 10 now. And we work with folks in transition from performance-based religion to relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so if you're questioning your performance-based religion, you might think about another way. (laughs) Absolutely. Wow, I didn't know that was coming out of my mouth. Hey, that's great. (laughs) Today we have with us Garen Brown. Garen's been with us before. Yes. And um, we have more to ask him. (laughs) So, yeah, so... Garen, give us a quick snapshot overview of your life, kind of what we've up to what we've covered in the past, and then we'll jump in with more of your story. So, like I said before, sir, I grew up in the Mormon Church, served a mission, got home April 24th of this year, and since then, God has taken me on a, an adventure, and I <laughs> <laughs> have left the LDS faith and. Have come to biblical Christianity, so a lot has changed in a short amount of time. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us what, so tell us the the key components, what Mm -hmm. brought about the change, and some of this you covered before, so just briefly, what were the things that kind of opened your eyes and started you on this journey? Because you weren't looking to leave. When you came off your mission, you were not looking to leave the faith of your no, of your youth. I made it a goal, <laughs> as a lot of people do, coming off their mission. I wanted to be married in the LDS temple within a year of being home from my mission. Mm. Like that was <laughs> my goal. So, so was that your mission president that challenged you to do that? Mm-hmm. Or I don't think it was a time period, but yeah, I mean, there, there was challenges. I had two mission presidents. And my first mission president was like, make it a challenge to go on a date like every week, you know, <laughs> from being home for my mission. So I, yeah, it was like on my mission. I was like, there's no way, like if you would have told me on my mission, like, hey, in a couple, like in about a month and a half, you know, since being home from your mission, you're going to leave the Mormon church. Like I would have thought <laughs> you're crazy. You would have laughed in anybody's yeah, face. Like, yeah, like there's no way. Like I know the church is true, all that stuff. So, so that having to do a day to week. <laughs> so when we were BYU, the church leadership used to tell the professors that um, students at BYU weren't really good with social skills necessarily <laughs> and that we needed to encourage those mm. things, right? Go on a date a week, kind of hang oh, out Oh, really? With wow, that's funny. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> first of all, folks who get into the main BYU um, have entrance scores like Yale, Harvard mm-hmm. students, right. right? They're quite intelligent. <laughs> Sometimes social skills. <laughs> Their focus know. is They've much more academic than social. Yeah. And, and only dated in groups and that kind of thing. So, 
Okay. Yeah. So we sometimes had to encourage that. So, 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 so did you? Did you go on any dates within the first couple of weeks of getting home from your mission? Uh, actually, no, I didn't because I don't know. I, I just got home and it was like from the beginning of being home, I, you know, I guess, I mean, maybe it's excuse, but God just took a different route in my life. And it was, mm -hmm. like I said, it was so quickly that I was out of the church that I was like, I don't even want to go back. You know, so, I don't even want right. to entertain. So you don't want to be dating somebody. Yeah, you know, because right. I was told like, well, you can still go on dates with Mormons. I was like, well, why would I go on a date with a lady, a girl who's looking to get married to a return missionary and in the temple? You know, like I'm not going to lead people on like that. And so I yeah. just didn't even entertain the thought and just... So in the, in the last... You know, the previous episode, you talked about how when you came home from your mission, it had been a successful mission. Yeah. You were a dedicated, sincere missionary, and yet there was something missing. Yeah. You come home with... So talk a, a little bit about that and how that leads into your transition and then so yeah, we can move into where you are now. Just getting home and just feeling like a drought. Like I was just like spiritually thirsty, I guess you could say, okay. for, mm. for God and mm. just in it just growing up you're basically taught like when you're doing good things the holy spirit the holy ghost is with you but if you do bad things you know god's it presence leaves, leaves you. you but yeah. i felt like i was doing good things doing my best and just still felt like this drought you know that okay. i that you weren't close uh, to god yeah, yeah and i wasn't having like spiritual experiences or it wasn't you know i just felt nothing when i was praying and and so so what starts you into biblical Christianity? What starts you on that path to a relationship with Christ that wasn't performance-based, that was grace-based? Uh, doing research um, over the internet and, and, and reading the Bible, yeah. I would say. Reading the New Testament like I've never read it before. I... You know, it's, I, I just want to see what does the text say. Like, I don't want to justify. I don't want to yeah. look through it with my Mormon glasses or my Mormon goggles, as I, I would say. Like, I just want to read it for what it says. And, like, that's when. Now, on your mission, did you ever have anybody challenge your LDS faith? Did you ever have, like, biblical Christians say to you, hey, you should check this out at some point? Did yeah. you ever have any of those kind of encounters that you would, looking back, you would say, wow, that was kind of a positive, that was something God mm -hmm. used positively? Yeah, in one area, my companion and I uh, received a referral from some sister missionaries and so we went over to this this family's house and they invited us in and just like this strong like down to earth, like Christian family, um, a Christian couple okay, and they you know shared the gospel with us uh, and they you know they were, they knew Mormonism like they had the Book of Mormon they <laughs> oh wow so you get there and you see a Book of Mormon <laughs> yeah so I get there and I see like a Book of Mormon and I was so excited I was like this is like this family has been Golden. prepared by God like someone gave them the Book of Mormon they yeah. read it and like they want us over here because they want to learn more and like so I was like 
thinking like this family's gonna get baptized basically and so i was super excited and then <laughs> they came out and they had a packet you know some papers and the book of mormon like we have some questions for you guys and we're like we're concerned about you guys and so i was you know my, i was like dang it like they're probably not gonna get baptized <laughs> but, like god used it and they would just show differences like well the book of mormon says like god doesn't give us a commandment that we can't keep you know that we you know like mm -hmm. things like that and so he's like so how are you doing on keeping the commandments you know like are you keeping all of them like mm. are you right with god and kind of a good person <laughs> yeah test, right? and there is another scripture they use out of the book of mormon it was like, that I, I believe it's in the book of alma in the book of mormon that says like god can't save you in your sins mm, right and they'd flip mm -hmm. to romans where it says like everyone falls short of the glory of god and like you're only saved by grace like make no distinction about it like mm -hmm. you're saved by grace through faith yeah and so they would use that while and you're still a sinner right yeah christ died for you yeah and mm -hmm. so they were just like showing the differences from the book of mormon and what the bible teaches and at the time like i appreciate like my pride in me was like i'm gonna prove these people wrong like that's what i did on my right. mission like we'd come yeah. across christians it was like i just felt like I took pride in that. Like, I'm going to share the Mormon gospel and, like, prove these people wrong. And so, you know, it was like a Bible bash. I would share scriptures back with them, and they're like, well, the Bible doesn't teach that. You know, you got to read Romans and just things like that. And so they... Okay. So you had seeds planted yeah. then while you're on your mission. Yeah, there was tons of seeds, and God, God used other things. Like, I... Uh, in one area on my mission we were really struggling to baptize and so we came together as a zone and we'd had a zone meeting um so that's where people don't know other missionaries in the area um yeah i guess in the same war same area we all served together and so mm -hmm. called a zone and so we came together and we were like what can we fast from um you know, yeah, like, what can, what, we, what can we get rid of so that we can receive God's blessings, basically, God's mm -hmm. blessings. And so uh, one missionary said, hey, in, in a past area, we fasted from reading the Bible for a whole transfer, and we just stayed out of the book. We just read the Book of Mormon. <laughs> and I, like, was pretty – I was offended by that because I was like, how are we missionaries for Christ, like his church? Yeah. And, so like book of mormon focus like the bible was just an afterthought like yeah why would you fast a scripture it was the missionary's get... idea to not read wow. the bible for six weeks that's a transfer in the mormon mission six wow. weeks so that we can somehow receive god's blessings to yeah. have him lead us to people who want to be baptized so obviously so god was what? already working in yeah. your heart there that your response would be whoa, that doesn't even seem right. Yeah, and in the moment, it was like that particular moment, I like that offended me, but I didn't really think God was using it. And now, like looking back where I'm at now, I was like, wow, God like totally used that to bring me where I am now. So, Which is where? So, so where are you now? <laughs> so I live in Florida now with Adams Road Ministry. I... Uh, was invited by Michael Wilder to come to basically this be my life. And so when I, I was leaving Mormonism, I didn't really feel like I had a lot of direction. 
in my life. Again, I was just so confused, and I didn't know if I, like, do I want to go to college? Like, just different things like that. I didn't feel a lot of direction, so I just said, God, I just want to, like, help, like, my family members and people in Mormonism. Like, I just want to share the Bible with them. Like, give me basically a platform, and I really felt like God was calling me to the ministry, and so, so how, did, how did you connect then with Adam's Road? So, I, this is hilarious to me because when I was Mormon, I didn't know what a ministry was. When Micah told me he was going to have a ministry after his mission, I'm like, are you starting your own church? I don't know what that means, right? <laughs> yeah, and so I, so I contacted Lynn Wilder on Facebook. I messaged her. Okay. And just basically, I told you, like, what I was going through and all these things. And I remember Lynn, like, asked where I was from. I said, I'm from Arizona. She's like, well, Adams Road's coming down there in a, in a couple of weeks. And, you know, wow, Michael and I seriously? are coming down there to talk. And so I stayed in touch with with her for, okay. you know, like, every week, basically. And I just asked her a bunch of questions, Um doctrinally based questions and, and things like that and so the night before the Adams Road uh, show concert whatever you want to call it Micah Wilder I guess you talked to Micah and said hey there's some kid that lives in Arizona who's a return missionary <laughs> that you doesn't need believe to pay in attention yeah. to because he's only been off his mission a short time and he's already figured it out yeah so. And so Micah said, hey, come to the show tonight. Like, I want to meet you. So I was like, cool. Um, so I, I went to the show, and I, I talked to Micah. And my I was helping them, like, just pack things up, put it in the bus, and just talking to them and had dinner with, with them. And Micah just said, hey, I feel, like, really – the Mormon word is, like, prompted. I don't know. I, I can't remember what he said. Just, well, like, Christian, prompted well, or Christian inclined. is prompting, too. Yeah, yeah. okay. We'll, so, we get a prompting from the Spirit. Yeah. And so he's like, I just feel prompted or inclined to inv- – like, I feel like God's telling me that I need to invite you out to Adams Road. To the min- – where did we have Ministry. The and I remember telling him, like, I don't even need to pray about this or anything. <laughs> I know that this is my answer. Like, to your prayer. To my prayer. Yeah. So you'd already done the praying. Yeah, yeah, I'd done the praying, and it was like a couple weeks later. God there's answers. Michael Wilder, and he invites me out to Adams Road Ministry. And that night, I thought, like, maybe it's just like an internship, just a short-term thing. And then the next night, they didn't have a show, and so I went over and hung out on their bus. They were still in Arizona, and so I... I Drove 15 minutes away, hung out with them on the bus, and, like, that's when Micah and I were, like, really seriously talking about it. Like, how, like, what are the specifics? Like, yeah. and, and... What would my life look like, like if I do this? Yeah. And if I, I did ministry full-time. And yeah. I was... We were talking, like, is this a permanent thing? And I felt like it was. Like, this is what I, I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Like, I felt like this is what God was wow. calling me to do. And so... So early on to know that. Yeah, yeah. So Micah was like, all right, let's do this thing. And so they got done with tour. Like, it was... They were leaving Arizona. They went to New Mexico and Texas. And then they were going home. And so it was like... Micah came home from tour and was home for like a, a, or a week. He was home for a week. Flew back out to Arizona. I picked him up from the airport and we drove three days to Florida. <laughs> wow. So, so you got all your stuff packed up in your car, your truck, whatever you had. And yeah. And so I, I brought my car here and 
and this is wow. where I'm at now. Okay, so so if I got your story right, you're from a, a multi generational LDS family. Correct. So what's going on now? You said some of your aunts and uncles, but like, what about your parents, siblings? Where are they at mm-hmm. now? What what's happened with your family dynamic? You just like pull up stakes, move to Florida. <laughs> um, My family has done. They seem very supportive. Um, they. That's great. At the wow. beginning, it was a struggle, um, and I think you know I can't really blame them for their for the way they interacted because their son came home and like a month later was his whole world view changed so Mm -hmm. they were just more like so shocked right and and i'm sure like they're disappointed like i'm sure they'd love to see me stay in the mormon church and get married in the temple and all those things yeah but now like i think they just want to see me be happy um, and there's still some disagreements mm. on things. Like we we disagree, we have conversations, but they love me, I love them, and they want to see me happy. And wow. so that's, that's uh, but, so yeah. maybe that what you're afraid of with family may not end up to be as serious. Yeah, and and since in some cases, right? yeah, and I just felt like I need to tell people because. I felt like I couldn't be myself until, like, I, I told people. And so at that point, I was just, like, I don't even care what people's reactions are going to be. Like, I'm just going to tell people, you know, because I felt like I wasn't being who I was. And so the day I told my mom that I don't believe in Mormonism, I remember just, like, bawling. <laughs> like, I, it was so emotional. And, like, but I just remember yeah. her giving me a big hug and saying, she, you know, she's always going to love me. So... It was tough at the beginning, but since telling them I'm joining a ministry, like they they've been supportive, you know. Okay. So, mm. so how long has it been since you've seen them? So I moved out here. I've been here for about a month and a half now, two okay. months maybe. Yeah. So I don't even have the exact date of like when I got here, but <laughs> okay. but, so, but yeah, I've been a, yeah a couple months. Yeah. Months, yeah. And I'm going home for going back to this is home. Going to Arizona oh, for uh, for Christmas. For Christmas. Uh-huh. Okay. And so get to see them then. All right. And wow. Well, okay. What would you say to people right about whether they can trust the new life? I mean, is it something they should be afraid of? Not like. God promises, you know, like God, I've noticed just like so faithful because it's incredible. Like my Mormonism worldview, like came crashing down and just to see like God can like take, I guess, our ashes and like build it into something beautiful. And like, that's what he's done with me is like seeing amazing people that I've gotten close with since joining the ministry and like talking to people on you know who are leaving mm-hmm. the Mormon faith and you know so God can like take your old life and if you just submit to him he makes something better than you could ever imagine and that's how it is in my case like I never thought <laughs> I would have been in that Adams Road ministry and like helping people 
you know, just talking to people who are struggling yeah. with their faith. So, so what are you yeah. finding? I mean, as you're now in this and you're doing this, what are you seeing within the LDS community, at least the segment you're working with? Are you seeing people in situations similar to yours where they're feeling, where they're, they're trying to do it, they're doing the performance-based religious thing, but mm-hmm. they're still empty, they're still hungry, there's a sense that something's missing? Are you finding more people like yeah. yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, we were... Micah and I, when we were driving up over here to Florida, I remember getting a message from a like recent return missionary as well. I was like, I don't really know if I believe in Joseph Smith and all, all these things. Yeah. And so people are hungry for God. Like God is bringing people out of Mormonism. And I've talked to multiple people. Like I was an elders quorum president. I was, you know, in the bishopric and in the Mormon faith and now like I no longer believe in it and just tons of people I've been married to the temple and and I have five kids but now we don't believe in Mormonism anymore we attend a Christian church like Mm -hmm. you just talk to people and you see like wow Wow. God is like bringing people out left and right and it's like our job as you know the church yeah yeah, as (laughs) believers to help people in in their walk with God and and I mean, and that's path. certainly what your ministry and my ministry, Lynn, has really been about mm-hmm. is helping those people. And so I guess right now, I just want to take some time right now for people who are listening to say mm-hmm. there are people out there mm-hmm. who want to help you, who can help you. So AdamsRoadMinistry.com. Mm-hmm. Um, UnveilingMormonism.com. Right, is another place where you can go. Mm-hmm. Um, IRR.org. Yes. is our ministry and we offer specific help to people in transition mentoring and support groups um, unveilinggracepodcast.com yeah. where you can contact Lynn or myself and if you want to contact Garen if something with what Garen's been sharing has resonated with you and you're like man how do I talk to Garen you know through Adams Road Ministry you can contact mm-hmm. him or if you just you know Unveiling Grace Podcast you're on the website and you're listening to this episode Right from our page, we've got a contact page, and you can write to Lynn or I or write to him and care. Um, and if you're going, this is my story, I want to share my story, we're also open to that. We'd love to hear your story. And, yeah, so, okay, so, Garen, um, right, so I think there's also maybe, okay, they're not likely on their mission because on your mission you're really kind of confined as to what you do, what you can get into the but you've got a, you've got return missionaries, people who like yourself come off and they're faithful they're devoted, they're sincere they consider themselves good LDS people but there's that emptiness inside, mm-hmm. there's that what would you what would you say to them, what is their next step if that's where they find themselves, I would, where should they go <laughs> I would just say, my, from my personal experience, I stopped assuming that I had the truth, and I just prayed to God to reveal the truth to me. And that's, you know, when I started reading the Bible, and like, now, this is like the most content I've been in life, like the happiest I've been. And it's not about being happy, but like, God has revealed Himself to me as I've read the Bible, and like. I don't know. Just ask Christ to, for, to God, you know, to reveal the truth to you, and He's done it to me. So, you know, He's gonna do it to you yeah. as well. <laughs> so. Lynn, what would, not, what would you add to like that? It's not like He doesn't want people yeah. to know, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a man standing at the door knocking, mm-hmm. and 
It's so hard, right, as a Christian to articulate the before and the after. You mentioned some things in the last episode about feeling like chains had gone off Mm -hmm. and that you were free. Another thing that was very real to me was that he was real. Mm -hmm. He was alive. He was living. He started showing up in very odd I hate to use the word yeah. supernatural, but kind of supernatural ways mm-hmm. that I hadn't experienced previous to that, or rarely had experienced previous to that. And it became almost a daily kind of thing, yeah. right? And yeah. <laughs> do you have any incidences I of do, actually, showing up? One just the other night. I, I'm on a group Facebook page that's, you know, former Mormons, now Christians, and I was just like asking for prayer and for prayers and it said like, I'm kind of struggling, like if you guys can just pray for me and all these things. And a guy who's not a part of that page, so I had no idea that I posted in there, um, he was, he's actually part of the church that I, my first Christian church that I went to, He he's part of that congregation. And so I haven't talked to this guy really since being here with Adams Road and he, I mean, I'm not kidding, like a couple minutes after posting that in that private group page that he had no access to, he texts me and he's like, hey, Garen, like you're on my heart tonight. Like I'm, I'm praying for you. I just felt like God's telling me to pray for you. And I was like, wow. holy cow. Like, <laughs> he does that. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's just crazy. Like just seeing how alive God is and wow so there's just a lot that is chills yeah (laughs) yeah it's so cool Mm -hmm. well hey thank you so much for being with us for sharing more of your story it's great it's so encouraging we hope it's been an encouragement to your heart Um, that's why we do this because we want you to know Mm -hmm. a grace of God that brings healing to every aspect of your relationship both with God and with other people Mm -hmm. and the peace that yeah. Garen has been talking about and describing a peace that passes understanding that comes only from the real Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks again. Glad you've been part of the podcast in this episode. Feel free to share it. Until next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Unveiling Grace podcast. We hope you'll join us next time for another conversation devoted to taking your life and relationships to another level of healing. You may connect with us and leave your questions, comments, plus find the show notes at unveilinggracepodcast.com. That's unveilinggracepodcast.com, where you can experience a grace that heals.